Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Everyone is now on ESPN Radio. Wonder whatever happened to Mace. I wonder what happened to so many of these people. It's amazing how famous you can be and then just disappear. Maybe it's better like that. I don't know. Probably better like that than to just you know erode and have your whole life play out and uh, in the public eye. Hopefully, Andrew never gets that famous. Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Nuance is now uh, coming to you live from the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and proud to say so. About 20 minutes from now, got some free pizza pie for you. Friday Pie Day, courtesy of Front Street Pizza. We'll tell you when. You'll call us. We'll call them. You'll go pick up a piping hot pizza from Front Street Pizza, and you will have a phenomenal start to your Friday night. Missed anything in the first hour of today's show. Gave you a little look at the high school slate. We're going to talk some more high school stuff here uh, in just a little while. We also gave you a, a look at the uh, matchup in Bozeman. Montana State hosting Weber State. We heard from Justice Perkins, a sophomore center for the uh, MSU Bobcats as they await the fifth-ranked Wildcats. And we heard from Everett Fitzhugh, who's the play-by-play man for the Seattle Kraken. We are now the official affiliates of the Seattle Kraken so appreciate Everett Fitzhugh for uh, being with us here uh, as well. All of it can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. You want to be involved in the show? Call us, text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We did get your request for more 60s and 70s music. I apologize today. Uh, I'll take that into account next time we are making the uh, the playlist. But uh Today, you're just getting all a lot of hip-hop because it's Friday, and that's how I feel on Fridays. Even though, you know, for most of you fine people out there, Friday's the end of the week. It's uh, it's ramp-up time for me. i got to hit a little fundraiser tonight. Got to put the finishing touches on one of our senior profiles presented by Town Pump. I appreciate Town Pump for all their sponsorship and uh, support here. And uh, then i got to hit the road, hit the highway. So a uh, busy time of year for us. But we're going to got your music requests. Also, we got another uh, text in. Do you know if Liam Brown will be playing for the Grizz this week? I do not. The uh, sophomore, uh, excuse me, redshirt freshman offensive lineman for the Grizzlies went down with a knee injury against uh, some sort of lower leg injury, I should say, against Idaho State. Not sure of his status. Uh, Injury reports are non-existent at the University of Montana. And we are on the uh, radio dial when they are on the practice field. So can't get any intel there either. So not sure. Uh, I guess we'll find out. When the game kicks tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Speaking of that Grizz game, Sacramento State, the platitudes, the list of accomplishments, the list of historic occurrences since Troy Taylor took over are long. Sac State has long had really good players. They've not long had a unwavering winning tradition like they do at this exact moment. They enter Saturday night's game on a 14-game Big Sky winning streak. They're 18-1 overall against Big Sky Conference play. In 2019, when they beat Eastern Washington, Montana State, and Montana in consecutive weeks, they became the first Big Sky Conference team to ever do so. 
And uh, right now they are undefeated, 6-0 overall and 3-0 in league play for the first time since 1992. They've only been Division One since 1996, so it is certainly a historic first half of the season for Sacramento State. Let's take you across the sidelines. From the sidelines to the end zone, catch every play with your best vision. Next time you're at a game, look across the sideline and ask yourself, can you see it? Like, really see it? With their world-class surgeons, friendly professional care, and the most advanced technology available, you can trust Vance Thompson Vision to provide you with the best options for your eyes. From Lasix to Cataracts, Vance Thompson Vision's team of experts helps you enjoy every play with clear vision. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com to learn more or schedule a consultation at 866-620-EYES. We're joined now by Troy Taylor, the head coach of the Sacramento State Hornets. His team undefeated going into their Saturday night matchup against the Montana Grizzlies in Sacramento on ESPN National Television. Coach, thanks for taking a minute. First of all, just tell us a little bit about your season. You guys have been so great uh, all the way through so far. What have been the key factors? How has Sac State off to this historic start? Well, our guys, you know, had a great offseason and then came in very focused and, you know, we had a quite a bit of experience on the offensive end, which helps. And then our staff's been together. You know, we really have had the same coaching staff since, since I've been here. So um, I think when you have continuity and you're able to, you know, hopefully establish your culture that it, it, it's never easy. There's such good teams and, and players and coaches that you're going against. Uh, but hopefully it gets you a little bit of advantage if you've, you've had some continuity. Continuity is certainly a key factor in all levels of football, and you have a staff, too, that's been around the big sky for quite some time as well. So how much do you think that helps you? I mean, you yourself now are, are certainly familiar with the league, having been in, in it at both Eastern Washington and now at Sac State, but how much did that familiarity help early on, and how much has it carried over now uh, into this year? Yeah, I, I think it's been huge for us. You know, we have, you know, three three Montana graduates, you know, that, that have spent a lot of time in the, the big spot, sky and know the conference well and uh, know the coaching well and, and all those things. So I do think that's, uh, that's been a big factor for us. And, and just in general, I think uh, we have an unbelievable coaching staff, something I'm really proud of that we've been able to bring in guys that are really sharp, really good football minds and great people and just love coaching and would probably do it for free if they could, you know. Um, so uh, I think that's been, you know, overall, that's been the biggest part of our success is just having a really good coaching staff that has, has stuck around at this level. It's hard to hang on to your coaches for very long, especially if you've had success, but these guys have been loyal to our program and we have a lot of fun together. So I think that helps. Sac State head coach Troy Taylor joining us here on Nuanas Now across the sidelines presented by Vance Thompson Vision. University of Montana plays at Sac State Saturday night. Coach, you haven't trailed in the game yet this year. Uh, like the old football saying goes, you get what you prioritize. Is that a high priority for Sacramento State, or how have you guys been able to get out to such good starts and, and be in control of the game from start to finish? Well, we'd love to. I mean, the plan is always to, to, to get out fast and try and get a lead. You know, that, that doesn't always happen. I mean, we're going to trail at some point this year, so we gotta got to be able to uh, to adjust. But I think just coming out, being, being well-prepared, and our, our guys being locked in and um, you know, getting a couple of breaks early on. So, um, you know, hopefully that happens again. But if not, you know, we got to just continue to battle and, and persevere through the game and kind of find a way to win. Last week, uh, I got a chance to watch your entire game against Eastern Washington and a fun game for sure. And a really back and forth first half. You guys get out to a 21 nothing lead, but then they come storming back. They're down by a score. Uh, and then they, they kind of get even with you. And then uh, you guys were able to finish it. So uh, two-part question, what were your impressions of Eastern and, and what was it like getting a win up there on the red? Because that's a tough place to play, a tough place to win. 
Yeah, very satisfied with getting a win. These guys have been doing it and doing it well for a really long time. Um, you know, I think the one thing that you don't see uh, or you don't realize to the degree in, that you do in film that you do in person is that how fast and elusive the wide receivers are. They're really talented. So they're an explosive offense. Uh, we know we knew going in that they had played probably the toughest FCS schedule in the country. So uh, we knew their record was not indicative at all of their team. They got great players, great coaches, and it is a tough place to, to play those guys. So uh, we are satisfied to, to, to get out with the W, but uh, we knew it was going to be a, a four-quarter deal, and we weren't surprised by that at all. Last question about your team before we talk about this upcoming matchup. You guys have been so great offensively, and uh, we've tried to tell the story as best we could of your two-quarterback system at Skyline Sports. I've uh, written a couple features about it, and that seems to be uh, you know common knowledge now, but the run game really cranking this year at Sac State. We had Cameron Scadaboo on our Big Sky Breakdown podcast a couple weeks ago, and a great kid, fun talking to him, but he's also just such a fun player to watch. But I know you have a, a lot of different moving parts that are involved in your guys' run game. Uh, what's helped you? I mean, 275 yards a game is nothing to, to sneeze at. I mean, that's a pretty impressive total. So how have you guys gotten that element of the offense rolling this year? Well, yeah, we, uh, you know, the skill players are, are really good, the quarterbacks and wide receivers and, you know, got some good tight ends and obviously the backs are great. I think though, uh, you know, up front, we're, we're very experienced. We got a lot of guys back that played a ton of games, um, in the past and, uh, they're talented and, you know, really well coached by Chris Richardson, our offensive line coach. So I think that is the, the thing people kind of overlook is how, how good our offensive line has been. But um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's uh, it's been great to be able to to run the football. You know, yeah, I guess this system's always been kind of correlated with throwing the ball, but we'll we'll do whatever it takes to you know score points. So if it's run it or pass it, well, usually it's a little bit of both. But uh, we've been fortunate enough to have really good backs and a quarterback that can really run as well. Uh, that it helps us uh, run the ball. And when you establish a run game, it makes everything else a little bit easier. Troy Taylor, Sac State head coach, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's our Across the Sidelines presented by Vance Thompson Vision. Vance Thompson Vision, helping you see across the sideline all season long. Coach, let's talk about this matchup on Saturday then. Uh, should be bright lights at Hornet Stadium, quite literally, because the game doesn't kick until 8 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. But also, uh, one of the Big Sky Conference's favorites and uh, top 10 team coming to town in the University of Montana. I know you guys have had a couple battles these last couple years, and those have been pivotal victories for your program on the way to sharing back-to-back uh, Big Sky titles. What's your take on this year's Grizzlies, how they look different from the last couple years? Well, and on defense, they're they're not different. They're spectacular. I mean, they're really physical. They're aggressive. Very well coached. Um, you know, it's, it's almost impossible to run the ball. No one has really done it. Um, and they get pressure on the quarterbacks. Their coverage is very tight. So, you know, Kemp Bear is their defensive coordinator. Uh, he's fantastic. Um, and his whole staff have done a great job. And then offensively, they are a little bit different just that their quarterback is a dual threat guy. So he's a, he's a good athlete. He can run it. He can throw it. Uh, and you know, of course, they're always really good on special teams. So we got a really tough matchup. We know how good these guys are. We know they'll be ready to play, and uh, you know, but we're excited to to challenge ourselves. They do just almost totally eliminate the run game. So how does that alter just the, your mentality as a play caller when you're going into a matchup like that? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, you got to find a way to run the ball a little bit. You know, you just you cannot just drop back every play against them because they they bring so many games and blitzes and they're really good at them they're, they're fast and they play really hard so uh, you can't give up on the run even though sometimes it feels like you're butting up your head against a wall you know you got to continue to try to find a way to, to get some runs and 
sometimes it's 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 tough treading, but uh, you got to do it. But you know, in general, we're just going to do what we do. We're gonna we're gonna mix it up and uh, we'll we'll run it and throw it and and then get a feel for the game. If if something is seemingly working a little bit better, we we'll favor that, just like any any coach does. The fact that you have uh, come out on top against Montana the last couple of years does that play a factor? Does that give you any additional confidence coming to this game? I don't think so. You know, they're just. Uh, you know, you've been covering this for a long time, and teams are so different from year to year that I don't really take any credence into what's, what's happened in the past, whether it was a, a win or a loss. You know, our guys, uh, they know that any team can beat you no matter who they are. And, you know, uh, I think with the thing with Montana is they've been so good for so long that uh, you know they're going to be ready to play and that they're going to have good players. So it's a, it's a challenge, but for us, you know, if we, we take it as, as any other game. And just the compliment to your program that it is to, to be selected to play on, on national TV. And I'm sure there's going to be a great crowd there as well as I know you guys have been building in that element as well. Uh, people showing up and showing out for Sac State. So um, what do you think of this opportunity is from an exposure standpoint for not only the football team, but the athletic department and the university? Yeah, it's a big deal. You know, you got ESPN coming to town and, and you know, you get that kind of coverage. I think, you know, I think people in Sacramento area are excited about it. But, uh, you know, it's always good to, to get your exposure to, you know, possible athletes that are out there so they can watch you play and find out a little bit more about you. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's still going to come down to, you know, preparation and, and executing. And luckily those things don't change. You know, just uh, you continue to do the same things once the game starts. Uh, you don't you don't notice there's, there may be a few more cameras there or a few more people. Troy Taylor, Sac State head coach. His team hosts the University of Montana on Saturday night, 8 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You find it on ESPN2. Coach, the last thing for you then, uh, keys to victory for Sacramento State if you're going to come out on top against the Grizz. Well, you know, we got to try and limit the big plays and, and tackle well. Uh, and then offensively, you know, we gotta we got to find a way to, to stay balanced, you know, being able to run it and throw it and then um, they're really good on special teams, so we gotta we gotta be able to hold our own on special teams. And you know, if we do those three things, I think we got a shot. They go across the sidelines, featuring Sac State head coach Troy Taylor. Coach, thanks for taking some time. Best of luck Saturday. Best of luck the rest of the season, and we'll catch up with you down the road. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Coach. Safe travels. The variety of personalities of head coaches in the Big Sky Conference utterly fascinating. That guy right there, to this point at least, doing it as. Well or better than anybody. It's new on us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks to Troy Taylor, Sac State head coach, for joining us. His team hosts the Montana Grizzlies tomorrow at 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time kickoff. Take a step out of college football and step into some prep sports. It's our Garden City Spotlight. Usually we feature interviews with the um, – Three high school football coaches of the AA programs here uh, in Missoula. Big Sky won in a big way last night, 53-20. to 20, So we'll have a roundup of the season for uh, Matt Johnson's Eagles. We also uh, – is Big Sky going to make the playoffs? Oh, Andrew says Big Sky is going to make the playoffs. Hellgate is not, I am assuming. Hellgate is not making the playoffs. They lost 84 uh, to 20 or 84 to 15, excuse me, to uh, Kalispell Glacier yesterday. So, uh, next week we'll have a Big Sky Eagles playoff edition, maybe a Hellgate Knights season roundup. And uh, we'll also hear from Dane Oliver as well. His squad takes on Butte High tonight, and uh, still some jockeying to be done. Uh, Sentinel with their second loss last week, and Glacier uh, putting some pressure after the three game losing streak. So, um, that's where we stand with high school football and high school soccer. Our Garden City Spotlight, by the way is presented in part 
by Happy Days Car Wash. It's important to keep the greasy, gunky mud and road materials off your undercarriage of your car. Keep your car clean above and below with the amazing wash bays at Happy Days Car Wash. Happy Days Car Wash also has 14 free vacuum stations on Brooks Street next to Pizza Hut. Clean car, happy car, happy days, car wash. In uh, high school soccer, Missoula Hellgate, the AA, uh, Western AA champions uh, in the regular season on both the boys' and the girls' side. The playoffs begin tonight, 7.30, uh, here in Missoula for Missoula Hellgate's boys. They host Belgrade. Uh, the Knights, the uh, three-time defending Class AA state champions, will uh, begin their title defense uh, 7.30 down there at Fort Missoula. Kalispell Glacier also plays at Billings West tonight as well. Missoula Sentinel plays at Bozeman tomorrow evening. That's a 6 p.m. game under the lights there. And uh, then next Tuesday, we'll have the Bozeman and Sentinel winners versus the Capital Senior winners. And uh, then we'll also have the Hellgate-Belgrade winner versus the West Glacier winner. The championship, October 29th, that's next Saturday. On the girls' side, the Hellgate girls are underway right now. They're taking on Billings West down there at Fort Missoula. Missoula Sentinels also probably just getting wrapped up. They started at 4 p.m. in Billings. Uh, Sentinels play in Billings Skyview. Tomorrow, Missoula Big Sky plays at Bozeman Gallatin, 2 p.m. And Bozeman High on the road playing at Helena, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. So that's your uh, double-A slate. So um, for those keeping track at home, Missoula Hellgate's boys and girls remain alive, as does uh, Missoula Sentinels boys and girls, as does Missoula Big Skies girls. So plenty of Missoula teams left. This is your Garden City Spotlight, presented by First National Pond. For musical instruments to hunting and camping supplies, even snow blowers, you never know when you might find a great price it's also presented by Liberty Safes, the highest quality and reliability. There is nothing like owning a Liberty Safe. Visit LibertySafesOfMissoula.com or go to their showroom at First National Pond on Reserve Street or in uh, East Missoula. I appreciate all of those great sponsors, First National Pond, Liberty Safes, and Happy Days Car Wash uh, for their continued support of high school sports and of us here at ESPN Radio. Some more laughs to take you home, plus some free pizza. Friday Pie Day, courtesy of Front Street Pizza and Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Next, keep it right here. Go on us now, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. New on us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. What sounds better on a Friday than pizza? How about free pizza? We got it for you right now, courtesy of Front Street Pizza. Here's the deal. You call us. 
We call them. You go pick it up. You have a great Friday night. Front Street Pizza located right there by the old public library, just a block up from the new public library below Rome Student Housing. It's traditionally sourced delicious pizza. You can get it by the slice or by the pizza pie. We got a large pizza for you right now. Call us 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number 4, 406-888-1029. In the meantime, while you're dreaming about pizza pie, let's have some fun. Check it out on Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Okay, what else you got? Tell me... What would you do if you were hiking in the woods and your friend was being attacked by a grizzly bear? Oh, man. This is just like in college. You don't got to be faster than the cop. You just got to be faster than your friend. Would you jump on the bear and punch well, it? Well, okay. So here's where actually... You be- don't have a weapon. You don't have bear spray. Here's where growing up in Montana and seeing a fair amount of bears would help. First, I think you identify if it's a grizzly or not. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different types of bears. Okay, but let's say it's there's a-, a lot of bears in like the Missoula area that are not dangerous, right. like they're the little cinnamon bears. bears and the yeah. black bears. Like they're not going to mess with you. They just want berries and honey. Okay, <laughs> but this is a grizzly bear and it is attacking your friend. I, what would you do? I really don't know. I really <laughs> well, don't know. A group of wrestlers from a university in Wyoming went out hiking and they split up. There were four of them and t- two of them went one way, whatever. And a grizzly bear came out of nowhere and jumped and started attacking one of the boys. And yeah. his his teammate jumped on the bear, pulled a clump of hair out of the bear's back, and then the bear started attacking him. And his friend ran for, and got 911. And they're both fine. They both have injuries, pretty bad injuries. But they're okay. They were on the news talking about it and everything like that. Mad respect. I don't think I would do that. I mean, uh, if it yeah. was my child, for sure. I guess I don't really know if you know what you'd do until you're in that situation. Yeah. It's fight or flight instinct, right? Yeah. When I was a kid, we were, had this uh, like church camp where we would go up in the woods and hike around and stay in cabins or whatever. And during that camp, I actually think it was a summer that I didn't attend, but it was when my brother had attended it. And another one of the boys at the camp got attacked by a mountain lion. And the mountain lion like, had him like by the neck. And the camp counselor, like, shooed the mountain lion away and then grabbed the kid and ran off. And it was, like, this whole hero story. Yeah. There's also a gal that I went to high school with that uh, got in a fight with a bear and, like, oh, ran, yeah. ran away. And she was on Good Morning America and yeah. everything. And That's my friend's sister. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that was wild. She punched the bear in the nose. And just got away. And then ran off. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know what we would do. I don't know. I know if it was one of my children, yeah, right. I would jump on the bear and, you know, I'd probably kill it. Because I, you don't mess with this mama bear. <laughs> but I don't know if it was like you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Oh, man. I would probably scream and poop my pants. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Uh, Carolyn, pooping her pants on the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on ESPN Radio. What else? Just if there's a grizzly. I got it. Okay. I got it. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be the chick who doesn't know sports if we didn't talk about Tom Brady. And we need uh, to talk a little bit about Tom Brady. Tom's uh, he's Tom's, losing it. Tom's a struggling. He is a struggling. I can't believe we haven't talked about the Antonio Brown trolling on this yet. Oh, let's talk. Let's let's do all of it. But let's start with Tom Brady's uh, hissy fits that yep. he's been having on the sidelines, and then he went on a podcast, or maybe it's his podcast. I don't know, and and likened being in the NFL to being in, in the military on deployment. 
And I don't know who his press, like who his PR person is, but why they let that get out is beyond me. Yeah. It's so offensive. I mean, you can't even compare the two. But I think he just feels like he constantly has to defend his choice to continue to play. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I always hearken back to. I just... I'm here for this the egregious entertainment that is the NFL, and I just do not care about anything else. Okay. That like I don't care about. So Tom you're Brady's. likening it to the WWE? Like I'm it's just, just I'm just saying like well like Tom Brady's life just doesn't matter to me. I'm just here to watch the rise and fall of okay. the goat. That's it. Okay. So you think he's falling? Oh, he's certainly falling. Yeah. He's having a meltdown. Yeah. But, so I, you... but I also think that the media is making too much of his personal life. I think that that's an influence for sure. How can it not be? Uh, I mean, he's human, maybe, likely. The reason the Bucks are struggling right now, Mike Evans, their best receiver, got thrown out of a game and was suspended the next week. Chris Godwin, their second best receiver, is coming back from a torn ACL, and he's pulled his hamstring twice this year. Leonard Fournette has back problems. That's their starting running back. They because they had to reallot their money to their defense. They're starting inside uh, offensive linemen are all rookies. That's the story. Like Tom Brady ripped his in, his rookie offensive lineman to shreds in the post game press conference last week. That's the football story. Not they're Tom not, Brady's divorce. They're not situation. protecting him. That said, though, the stuff uh, and the Antonio Brown trolling is just the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. The, okay. So let's talk about that. So Antonio Brown, I know so he is um, posting on his Twitter or Instagram. He's, he first he posted a uh, picture on. Instagram of him of and Giselle. Giselle with her arms around him, smiling, and he's Which is smiling. obviously from years ago. It's not recent. For sure. And it just had like something like, if you know, you know, or like some it sort of something cryptic shady. line. Yeah. yeah. Then a couple weeks ago, he, Antonio Brown, tweeted out like a parody of what is a children's book. And the, t- the on the cover is a uh, illustration of Tom Brady walking out of a house and Giselle standing on the porch of the house with a little girl. The title is Daddy Doesn't Live Here Anymore, <laughs> a book about divorce. <laughs> it's so mean. This is so bad that we get so much Why? humor out of people's personal lives. And then in the window is Antonio Brown sitting there. I didn't even see that. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm going to so post Antonio that. Antonio Brown tweets this just with a, a glass of bourbon or whiskey or whatever the hell the emoji is and then a shruggy shoulders emoji guy. Hilarious. I'll put that on uh, at Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports on Instagram. It is top-notch trolling. Why does he also, hate Tom Brady so I much? don't know. Okay. I mean, there... I, I mean, I know why I do. Actually, I, just, I don't know why I do. I just can't imagine that that... There's just no way you'd be trolling like this unless there's an element of truth to it. There's no just way. No, there, I mean, how could you get away with it? No way. There's no way Giselle and Antonio Brown are boinking. All I know is if I was Tom Brady, my hiatus would not be going to Robert Kraft's whatever he went to last weekend. Wedding or, yeah. to a much younger woman. Oh, Robert Kraft got married last yeah. week? Isn't like 80? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you settled down, bud. I know. Uh, <laughs> says the unmarried gay. Um, You're not 80. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't ever be either. Uh, if I was Tom Brady, though, I'd take a little hiatus and go find Antonio Brown. We have a nice little talking to. I don't know. I don't think he cares. That's the sad part. I don't Man. think Tom Brady cares. He only cares about one thing. Football. Football. So why doesn't he just, like, cut her loose and let's roll? Play till Because it doesn't look good. Hmm. Allegedly. I mean, it doesn't matter, but mm. it doesn't... It, I, it's not a good look. He knows he's getting... You know, Man. beat up in the media over choosing football over family, and he's trying to save his, you know, hit. What's the word I'm looking his for? His reputation. His reputation. Sure. Thank you, um, because he's been the all-American goat 
football dad, the whole thing, and this is a bad look for him. Hmm. It's not, I mean, I don't think Giselle is off hooking up. Well, if I'm Tom Brady and I do care about my personal life, I go just kick the absolute whatever out of Antonio Brown. Oh, see, I would, if I were Tom Brady and cared about my personal life, I would quit football (laughs) and be with my family. Right. Well, then it's very clear that he doesn't. Right. So then he should just not care about any of that and just, because if all you care about is football and all you care about is winning, just fix your team and start winning. Which I think that's what his real problems are. It's all combined. It's all part of the problem for him because he stayed in football. Yeah. He's losing. That's also a bad look because now everyone's like, "Why didn't you just retire?" Yeah. You know. And so now he has so much pressure. He's going to end up in the in the cuckoo's nest. I think. Well, it's also so funny too because he had he won a Super Bowl outside New England and had chances to just ride off in the sunset. Right. He made his self congratulatory documentary, "The Man in the Arena," where he just like, you know, Barfarama. just gave himself a full on, you know, "Hey, everybody, look at me!" for for hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and. Uh, but this is how it always has to end in sports. Well, Very few guys just get to walk off into the sunset. Right. That's true. That's true. There's a point you're you everything kind of crashes around you. And, and the you thing is to too, if you're great enough, most people don't remember the end. They only remember the best. They're gonna remember this. Yeah, this he's this, he's just going so ham right yeah. now with the, the the demise in every level of his life. Right. He's falling apart. And he should have just Stayed out of football. He should have stayed retired. And he he probably would... I feel like this divorce is happening anyway. I don't think it has anything to do with... I really don't think it's the football. I think, you know, I feel like it was going to happen anyway. This is yeah. just a convenient time for Giselle's PR people to put that out there. But I... The guy, I feel, I actually kind of feel bad for him because he's like losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look good. That's for he sure. He doesn't. And I mean, that's all that matters. I'm just kidding. But he um, <laughs> <laughs> took you a minute. But he's just I, I think he he needs a he needs to go into like maybe some a mental health institution or a, or, or, or a spa or no, something. No, what he needs to do is he needs his offensive line to play better and he needs his receivers to get healthy and he needs to go on a six game winning streak. And cuz then guess what? Then the only people that he cares about what they say wouldn't be talking right, right now. The only thing he cares about is all well, the people saying, "Why are the Bucks suck? Why are they three and three? Right? You know, why? Why is Tom Brady's offense not good? You know, like it's the analysis. Last week, people were saying Tom Brady looks old. He finally looks old for the first time. Yeah, that's what he cares about. Yeah, is he's, he's not the golden boy on the football exactly. field right now. And that's why he should have quit. Actually, he should have quit two years ago. But whatever. So whatever, he'll be fine. He still have a has a billion dollar broadcasting agreement with oh, that's right. what, Fox or ABC yeah. or whatever. So I, you know, he'll, he'll get through this. Ticket to Zone Sports here on ESPN Radio. Our good friend Carolyn joining us. Uh, presented by Buff, Buff City Soap. Anything else before we tell them about how to get clean? I have one story. Okay. It's not clean though. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Britney right. Spears released some video, some new documentary all about something or other, private parts. I don't know. The title was outrageous. Okay. I don't know about that. But um, I, I, I got to tell you, as someone that thought Britney Spears' music was nauseating from the moment it came out, and I was young when it did. I was 12, and I still thought it was terrible. I still loved her so She's much. A queen. Just 
she's she's just it for me. She is just she's she's the it girl. Well, then you should be following her Instagram. And uh, no, I can't. The demise <laughs> of Brittany in her thirties is just like way too much for me. It's like traumatizing but to even think like about. She's like practically it. naked in every post. I'm good. Okay. I can't. Okay. I, okay. I just like thinking just about. Trying to help a brother. I just out. like thinking of early twenties, sort of wholesome, sort of naughty Britney Spears. Yes. But. Well, no, this is not about Britney Spears. This is about the University of Wisconsin volleyball team. Okay. <laughs> Um, I guess last year they won the national championship and it was okay. great and they're an amazing team. And I guess in the locker room, allegedly, there are some pictures of the team lifting up their shirts. Yikes. And, um, you know, showing stuff, showing, you know, their boobs and all that. And those pictures got leaked. And Yikes. So University of Wisconsin has put out a statement saying like these pictures weren't meant to be seen, blah, blah, blah. And... They're trying to scrub them from the internet and all this stuff. What a world we live in. I am not trying to victim blame here. No. I am not a victim blamer. However, if you're taking pictures of yourself naked, like Britney Spears or the University of Wisconsin volleyball team, the way photos end up, they're on a phone. They're on a device. Plan on it getting out. Yikes. Always. This is my tip of the day. Just don't take those pictures. I come from a, a, I'm old fashioned. I come from (laughs) the olden days when we had to take our pictures in to be developed. (laughs) The olden days. And, um, you know, we just didn't do this. Uh, I just don't think it's a good idea. I don't either. um, I would suggest if you're celebrating something and you feel like flashing the camera, feel free. Just know (laughs) it's probably going to get out. Chick from the olden days, presented by Buff City Right, the 1900s. Soap. <laughs> Our uh, old friend, Carolyn, joining us each Friday here on uh, Nuana's Dow. Uh, speaking of olden days, at least you have a washing machine. I do have a washing you machine. You don't have to use the, what, like they used to do it. Yeah, the washboard things. The washboard yes. things, yeah. Clothes pins um, do you, in the are, wind. Is your wash, washing machine still out? Uh, my dryer's still out. Oh, yeah. man. All uh, right. Well, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. I still have my laundry. I'm still doing my laundry. I would hope so, because yeah. that would get really stinky. Especially since we're getting fit during football. That's right. Oh, Full gosh, circle. Gross. How about that? Yes. Yeah, so Buff City Soap, I'm still going to promote their laundry soaps. <laughs> so good. Why are you laughing at I me? I don't know. <laughs> um, they have these awesome laundry boosters, all natural, plant-based. In fact, I was just put a load in this morning and realized I'm almost out of soap. So I got to go in there next week and get some nice. more. I might try a new scent. I hear they've got some new scents to try. So I'll report back. Love it. They also have great soaps, obviously. They're right. Buff City Soap. Uh, located over there in the Northgate Plaza. And uh, go check them out. If you want to have your laundry smelling all fresh and nice and clean, or you want to have yourself smelling all fresh and nice and clean, go check out Buff City Soap, presenting sponsor of the Chicken Does No Sports. What else you got? Nothing? That's it. Happy Friday, everybody. Appreciate Carol and Chicka Doesn't Know Sports for swinging by like we always have her on your Friday, presented by Buff City Soap. Also, thanks to all the fine folks uh, at our participating Fit During Football uh, sponsors. I'll be headed on down to the Hype House uh, Cycling and Spin and Strength Studio right after this for a little uh, breast cancer awareness fundraiser. Uh, A couple local ladies afflicted with the uh, terrible disease. And uh, so we're helping raise money for them. So if you need something to do tonight, swing on by Hype House between 5 and 9 and uh, help raise some money for a good cause. Also, thanks to Hot House Yoga and 
Uh, nutrition on Reserve, Elevate Nutrition, both those fine places for keeping us all fueled up as well. Some final thoughts and talking points about the biggest Saturday in the Big Sky Conference of the season. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. So much of uh, sports and sports conversations and sports talk radio is ranking, right? Because of my uh, position here at ESPN MT at the Missoula Broadcasting Company and because of uh, Missoula Broadcasting's Abilities and uh, resources and uh, opportunities and connections. We get a, a, an awful lot of great opportunities to go see all the live music here in Missoula. And if you were to ask me, Coulter, of the, you know, I, I can't, I, I actually should put this together. I have, all, I have all my concert tickets in a, in a uh, plastic bag. I'm going to make it into a scrapbook someday. I know we're all going to do a whole bunch of stuff someday. Someday we won't be so busy. <laughs> That's what they tell us, at least. Regardless, it's Nuanas now, by the way. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coulter Nuanas here on your Friday. But if you were to ask me, give, give me your top five concerts of the dozens that you've been to, I would have said Talib Kweli, who we just played back in at the top hat. Certainly one of the most unlikely appearances here uh, in Missoula and definitely one of the best shows. It was super fun. I uh, got to rock out with... Uh, Brothers Tutel, two of my favorite guys, Ryan and Austin Tutel, and uh, it was a good one. Uh, hopefully, you've gotten to enjoy at least some of the uh, wonderful live music uh, here in the Garden City uh, in recent weeks, months, and years. Mr. Thing in today's show, fun show, uh, a whole bunch of football talk for you. Took you through the Big Sky Conference schedule, took you through the high school football schedule. Talk some high school soccer. We heard from Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. We heard from Justice Perkins, sophomore center for the Montana State Bobcats, previewing their game uh, against Weber State tomorrow in Bozeman. We heard from Everett Fitzhugh, play-by-play man for the Kraken, as we are now the official affiliates of the Seattle Kraken. We heard from Troy Taylor, head coach of Sac State, gave you some high school soccer, high school football updates, and everything in between. We will be... Uh, Providing full coverage of both Montana State against Weber State tomorrow from Bozeman, as well as Montana at Sac State Saturday night uh, in uh, Sacramento. By the way, everything from today's show can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. And then we'll have full coverage for you of that uh, on SkylineSportsMT.com throughout the weekend, as well as on ESPN Radio right here on Monday. Get things kicked off with the Monday afternoon quarterback. Uh, with Marty Mornaway, as well as the Montana Football Hour with Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. So that, those should be uh, very fun uh, as well. Uh, Andrew, I know we only have about exactly three minutes on the dot left. 
Final thoughts uh, on uh, these games. I think that I, I guess we'll start with the one in Bozeman tomorrow. You'll be coming over with us, making the trip over there. I, I, the main question to me is, can the Bobcats overcome this uh, this attrition on their offensive line? What say you about the game in Bozeman tomorrow? Well, that's going to be the huge matchup, of course. I mean, I'm just excited to see it because Montana State has proven that they can weather a lot of uh, injuries, a lot of, as you said, attrition on that offensive line so far. I mean, that was a question mark for them coming into the season with the guys they had to replace from last year, and they've got one of the best running offenses in the country. Now, have they played anybody the caliber of, of, of Weber State? And Weber State, I mean, the thing that makes their run defense so good, they've got great guys on the front seven. But because they feel so confident in their defensive backs being able to man up one-on-one, it allows them to stack the box and get people in there. So that's certainly a, a, a great matchup to watch. And then, you know, we're getting some buzz about Bronson Barron, the Weber State quarterback. Yeah, that's right. Is he starting to put it together? Maybe, by the stats well, he is. And that's the thing, too, is that regardless if he's starting to put it together or not, he's, in terms of what strengths he has as a passer, he's the 6'3 version of Tommy Mallott. He's nowhere near the, the athlete of Tommy Mallott. He doesn't run the zone read stuff or anything like that. They run RPO and they chuck it down the field. What's Montana State do on defense? They run nothing but man-to-man coverage. Where have they struggled when they have teams that throw the ball down the field? So I think the matchup to watch there is on the outside. Uh, Just about a minute left. How about the uh, Grizz at Sac State? Now that we've heard from everybody involved, I can't help but think that the the worst scenario for the Grizz in the scope of their season is if they get it handed to them by Sac State and come back with another loss, particularly because it's just going to show – how dominant is it'll be the, the the next affirmation of Sac State as the team to beat in the Big Sky, but also a two-game losing streak, uh, rare air for Bobby Houck at Montana. Yeah, it's, it's a huge game for the Grizz. Um, that's definitely one to watch. I think, you know, it's sort of the same thing as with that Montana State-Weber State game. You got Sac State, one of the best-running offenses in the country. Montana's defense has been impenetrable in the run game. I mean, impossible to even get the ball moving in the run game against the Grizz this year. Uh, one of those two is going to win out, Coulter, and uh, I, I honestly have no idea which it's going to be because both of those teams are at the top of their game. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know if you can run against the Grizz, uh, and then Troy Taylor addressed that in our interview. He said, hey, you know, you got to alter some things, but I do think Sac State will have a plan to move beyond that, attack the middle of the field. We'll see. I also think, though, the Grizz are going to be playing their hair on fire. Regardless of what Bobby Houck says on Monday press conferences, he will have the team ready to go. should be huge, huge games this weekend. We've been looking forward to it forever. We'll have full coverage for you back on Monday. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 MontanaAdvocates.com.